Alright driver, make sure everything is where you want it. Reach up there and pull those belts tight one more time. Going green next time, bye. This is the Scrubbing Tires Podcast. If it looks like we're all crying, it's because we are. Um, yeah. yeah. And we're not, we're, it's not sad tears either. Yes. Buckle oh. up because this is going to be the greatest episode you've ever seen in your life. We uh, oh, yes. just sat and chatted with our guests, Mr. Ed Vitrilli, for about 30 minutes. And uh, oh. wow. my, my um, cheeks already hurt. Yeah, already, hurt. already hurt. For all of those who don't know, I'm a little under the weather and I was saving my voice all day long for this. And I've already lost it by laughing so hard in the pre, uh, pre-show. pre So yeah. without further ado, uh, thank you all 29 of you um, for joining so far. Uh, Frank's Radio Service Colorado being the first one on. Um, we'll get to intros, give a listener fan shout out, and then we're going to give you people what you want to hear. Mr. Ed Vetch, he is in the lobby and he is uh, ready to go needless to say. So uh, I am Brandon Hall, creator and host of this here podcast, retired legend car driver and new uh, newly driver of the outlaw cart. And I will pass to Jake over here. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm uh, Jake Smith, driver of the 89 GAM for Smith Family Racing and uh, the official Mike's Hard drinker of the uh, podcast. I can't drink beer no more, but I still dr- like drinking. Uh, so I'll throw this down to the guy below me who had a great weekend. All right, I'm uh, Jordan Smith. I am the driver of the 99 GAM and uh, the official beer drinker on this uh, here podcast. And and I uh, was fortunate enough to get like a, a plethora of free ones, actually. So I got all kinds of <laughs> weird stuff going on here. Uh, Lining Google's Summer Shandy. This stuff's actually pretty darn shandy. good. Shandy. Yeah. Shandy, yeah. I'm not much of a foo-foo beer drinker, but this is tasty. Not going to lie. I want to say it, it I was... It helps because Sunday morning I was a little I was a little hungover. Not bad, yeah. but a little. So something more, a little yeah. different. It's more like I was, had no voice. Yeah. Well uh, I, I yeah. Couldn't, I couldn't talk. No. Same here. And then like I said, I, I'm gonna lose my voice at some point during this podcast. So I uh I do apologize <laughs> in advance. All right. Uh we're gonna get to the listener fan shout out segment before we uh bring on our special guest for tonight. Um, and there's a couple of them, <clears throat> like Jake said, uh, I believe it was last week. We see everybody that is a first time like, uh, or follower to our podcast. There's a bunch of them every week. So you know who you are. We appreciate you. Um, now we've been introducing dirt people from that side of the realm are starting to like us and follow us. So shout out to all of you. We appreciate you. Um, stay tuned. Cause we'll get to you guys at the end of this one. Uh, but two special ones here, uh, Brett cave, um, if you, if you guys know, he broke his uh, leg there early in the season, got back out there, got recovered, got, picked up a, a, a fast dash win uh, this last Saturday night at CNS. Always a fun uh, chat when we walk by their trailer. Um, and happy birthday, Mr. Cave. Yeah, it's also birthday. his his birthday today. So uh, shout out Brent Cave. And my last one before we get to our guest is Holly Clark. Uh, first quick time at CNS on Saturday. Had that thing on rails, so uh, congratulations, Hollywood, on your uh, first quick time at CNS. So, uh, yeah, I guess I'll pass to Jake, and um, however you want to do this thing, man, this is going to be a riot. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the next hour of our time. I know, me too. Well, 
we we've been talking about this as a scrubbing tires podcast uh hosts for a while uh finally we were able to get ed back out at the track uh the beginning of the year and um my dad chuck smith jr raced against this man for a very long time and uh so when we kind of went up to his trailer first race talked to him a little bit and then asked him about coming on our podcast he uh so definitely. So uh, I also have to throw a shout out to Ray Duncan for helping us uh, get a hold of Ed this last week and, um, and yes, get him, thank you very much. Yes, help him get him on the podcast. So uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the hopefully soon to be Hall of Famer in the Colorado Motorsports Hall of Fame. Uh, I, I don't think this guy really needs any introduction. Ed Vecherelli, he's yeah. a well-known name in the Colorado Motorsports. I mean, even nationally. The guy can wheel one hell of a, a race car, especially in a modified. So this guy's been uh, a mainstay in Colorado, and I am very excited to have him on. I mean, like we just said, we've already been talking to him for about a half an hour. And man. My mouth already hurts <laughs> from laughing so much. So oh man, this is going to be a great episode, and I hope you all enjoy. So, I mean, what better way to start it off than let's just get into it, man. Let's do it. Yeah. And uh, I do apologize. We uh, talked to Ed about this. Um, I was doing my background on him. And since he's not on social media, it's a little hard. He is not from Rio Rancho, New Mexico. We had a, a five minute solid laugh about that. So disregard <laughs> yep. that in the intro video. He's but, from uh, Wheat Ridge, he said. I'll take that. He is from Wheat Ridge, not uh, where El Rancho, New Mexico. So without further ado, let's do this, Jim. legend there he is come, up, come, out of the, come out of the woodworks as as long as it's living legend i'm good with that <laughs> all right living legend well uh is this your first time on a podcast let me ask you yes that. all right well thank yeah. you for, we are uh, so glad that we are absolutely yes closest so. thing to this when I was being booked into jail 300 times. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go. I there told you. Exactly. All right. We're not even 10 seconds in. Uh, keep your composure, Jordan. Oh, all right. Um, I'm legend, I, all right. At the post office, just look. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right, all we're right. going to do our best to keep our composure here. Yes. Jake, I'm going to throw it to you, but thank you, Ed, first and foremost, for uh, giving yes. us a couple hours of your Tuesday night. Yeah, and definitely. Well, gonna... Ed, yeah. well, Ed, well, thank you again for coming on. I know we've been talking about doing this the last couple of days and, you know, kind of talked about it earlier in the year. Uh, so we definitely wanted to give you some limelight, uh, not only on the podcast, but to bring people into your life outside the track and get people to know you off the track because i'm sure you've heard all the stories you've heard all the stuff about you as a racer on the track but nobody really knows you outside of the track as much as some people that especially watch this podcast so especially getting <laughs> you to know, know what you. that's jake that's very true 
I mean, there's a lot of people that don't like me out there, but they don't really know me. I, I think, honestly, there's probably two different sides to me. Get that helmet on me. I'm there to win. Not really friends. I want to win races. So um, over the years, the people that have uh, disliked me and badmouthed me, they really have never known me. And if they would have come over to the business or the race shop, they would have met a whole different guy, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I go to win races. We're focused. And um, sometimes um, the outcome isn't so good for some guys, but, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes it hadn't been well for me either. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. And, that, yeah. and that's racing in general, you know? Yeah. I think yeah. Uh, Earnhardt has a great quote about that. He said, sometimes you win some, wreck some, but uh, that's that's how it goes. So Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so we, we wanted to bring people into the life of Ed Vecchirelli more than the uh, on track, what they see. Like you said, that helmet goes on. You know, even when I play football, that I, I'm a, one of the nicest guys you'll meet. When that helmet goes on, it's a, a different story. So. Yeah, he's an asshole when he puts his football <laughs> helmet on. I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah. I, I played next to him for a long time. So, hey, man, it's all about winning in yeah, business right. and racing and yeah. mm -hmm. all that we do. We want to be um, right. successful at that. And, right. And uh, sometimes some people's feelings get hurt, but, you know, that's just the way it goes. You know, I'll, I'll tell you. Um, I'm the first guy that'll come forward and go up to a guy and say, you know what? I screwed up, man. I, mm -hmm. I tried too hard. We bought, we're all guilty of that. I made a mistake. I wrecked you where a lot of guys are just blaming everything and everybody. I'm a man. I take responsibility for um, my screw ups. I've won a lot. I've, I've crashed a few times, but no one can ever say, heck, I didn't try. Mm -hmm. right. right. Well, we love you out there, too. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people in the comments, too, saying the same thing. So, exactly, yeah, exactly. And they're also saying they love the beard, too. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hey, tell everybody about your scratcher that you were showing us earlier. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I don't think there's enough room here. <laughs> And and you over here, oh. Junior, don't get used to that if I come back. <laughs> Congratulations. How's that feel, huh? Is there uh, any better feeling? No, there there, no. There, there, no. there there really isn't. I mean, as far as being in your sports career, you know, obviously my kids being born, stuff like that, that's totally different. But uh, I've been fortunate enough to win, like, state championship in football been to the playoffs when I was in college and football and, you know, all kinds of different sports accomplished a lot of things. There is absolutely nothing like winning your first race. I mean, oh, I was, yeah. I was screaming and yelling inside that helmet. And then the next thing you know, I'm crying. I mean, down the back straightaway, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm bawling my face off going to, going to that finish line to grab that trophy. I mean, there's nothing, mm -hmm. absolutely no, no emotion can explain what, what you feel like there. You know what so, the good news is? Jordan, you broke yeah. the ice. And once yeah. you get that first win, they keep coming. But, dude, yeah. you got to work for them. 
Oh, definitely. I mean, they're they not don't given. come easy. No. Any division out no. there, they're tough and they're yeah. all good and yeah. they don't come easy. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree, especially this year, even in the GAM division itself. I mean, they're from top to bottom. There are so many people that can win on any given night. Oh, yeah. Um, it, you know, I mean, just it. And that was what I think overwhelmed me for me that put me over the top is just like, I can't believe I did this against this group of people. Well, so. hang on a mi- little bit, short stuff. You didn't beat me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, know. I still got another step to go. <laughs> and, we, uh, and we've got uh, one more night. So who knows? Maybe we can convince uh, the hey. 48 to come back yeah. out one more night. Come show them how it's done, Ed. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I kind of screwed this whole deal up. Yeah. <laughs> so. How so? I was I was up at the ranch and just enjoying life and let Preston drive my car. And uh, listen, I'm not a big <laughs> drinker, man. I'm not a drugger and drink very little. Well, moderate. <laughs> 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 and oh, I got all fired up and I started texting Jim and oh. Uh, I haven't, got, I haven't got the balls drop back in the sack yet, so to call him and apologize, but I kind of went over the edge with that a little bit. I was yeah. mad, and and um, I was um, very inappropriate. I was very disrespectful. I was very mad about... <laughs> The situation that happened out there, definitely in the wrong. And, um, you know, I love Jim and Sue Nordhaugen. I love Colorado National Speedway. I can't agree with everything, and I've always been open and honest with Jim. But, um, yeah, I kind of crossed the line a little bit. Um, Probably had one or two or 20 too many vodkas. And, um, so I, usually Jim will call me and ask me if I've calmed down, but being psyched kind of crossed the line. Um, I've been thinking about it the last few days and really I owe the guy an apology because I, I, I love Colorado national. I love Jim. Do I agree with their policies? No. Would I run it completely different? Yes. <clears throat> um, would I love to buy the racetrack? Yes. Uh-oh. But, hey, it's like every business, you know, everybody has a different management style. Um, <clears throat> I've been successful with all the companies that I and my son have owned. I would do it a little different, but... You know what? I got a lot of respect for Jim. It's a tough place for him, man. Yeah. It's a it's a, a, a tough place. Guy wants to please everybody. And let's face it, man, you're not going to please everybody. But what you got to do is keep things fair, consistent. Mm-hmm. You've got to keep a rules package that are adhered to. And... Um, uh, maybe I'm getting off track a little bit here. No, but please. This yeah. is your hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, that's why I left, because at the end of the day, I've come to realize that um, 
especially at my age, it's it's about having fun, man. Yeah. It, it's um, yeah. the the last days of racing for me and all that's kind of closing in. Don't think I can't beat your ass. <laughs> 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 um, um, and I, I still love to race, but you got to keep it fair. You got to keep it consistent. You got to adhere to the rules. And, and really, it's like I told Jim, man, when the fun's gone, the drivers are going to be gone. And, and really, what, what I think Jim needs to look at is like, look, if there was another brand new half-mile asphalt track there, would guys be racing for you, Jim, or out racing at the new track? And it's, it's tough, man. I mean, it's tough for Jim. You're not going to please everybody every night. But um, yeah. um, keep it fair. Keep it consistent. Um, don't look at the driver name, the car color, the car number, and stick to the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, the, the fun uh, was gone for me. Um, in, in business, we got 50 employees. We're a sizable company, just one of the companies that I'm involved with and own. But um, you've you got to have a good culture, man. Yeah. You've got to take care of your people. You've got to treat them like family. You've got to keep the rules fair. I'm hard. And I tell them, I'm hard, but I'm fair. Right. And I've got employees that have been with us, shit, 30, 40 years. And they ain't going nowhere yeah. because we got a family, we got a culture, and we have fun, man. Yeah. And and the fun kind of left for me out there, Colorado National. And, you know, I I, I love that place. Again, I, I Jim and I had a lot of fun, been to his lake house. I, I respect Jim. I love Jim and Sue, but I got to go where I'm going to have fun and right. get the most bang for my buck yeah. or right. my big bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, oh, he's honest. Love no, we, we love that. I mean, yeah. honestly, that's, you know, for you to be open and honest about everything. I mean, the fans alone, we, we all talk, you know, everybody at the racetrack talks and everything like that, oh, yeah. but you, you're, you're a very prominent figure within this community. And, and we are, we are truly thankful for you to be just very open and not so behind the season, hush, hush about what you say and everything. Cause honestly, what you just said is very true. And there's a lot of truth to what you just yeah. talked about. We talk so, about it a lot. And, and we, we do. And we've, we've been on here on this podcast, trying to bring light to just, you know, Colorado in general. Cause as well as you know, there's been some very, very good race, races and race car drivers that come out of this state for a long time. Oh, and, yeah. And it and it's just kind of gone to the hush side. Like the whole racing community around Colorado has gone to the hush side. And that's what we're trying to help grow back by doing just something as simple as this, you know. So, um, you know, we, we love the fact that you've been able to come on here and, and talk about that because it's it's truly it's it's remarkable. And it's it's awesome. Well, it's an awesome racetrack. And, you know, I think what um, a lot of us racers look uh, lose sight of is um, it, it, it should be all about going and having fun. Yeah. But the problem is most of us 
are excessive, compulsive, type A, and second ain't good enough, and we tried too hard. And you know what? We're all guilty of it. I had to call Kyle Clegg at the, uh, the second or third race of the year, um, got trapped uh, trap behind a, a lap car and, and drove up to pass him, run into Kyle. That was my fault. And I was man enough and had the balls enough to call him and apologize to him. Yeah. You know, no, man, I'm leading the race. But let me tell you, there's more to that whole story. And that is, we had a red flag. I'm leading the race the first night. Jim comes down and said, hey, man, you're stinking to show up. Slow down. It's like, slow down? You drag race, Jim. Did, did NHRA tell you to slow down before you hit the traps? Who right. wants to slow down? He said, well, you're stinking to show up and nobody wants to see someone run away with it. Well, that's a product of, of working hard and being diligent. And so during the race, I wanted to make a race of it for him. Slow down. Well, Kyle... He was pretty damn good. I caught that lap car. He got on the outside of me. I I drove up, collected him. Hey, my fault. Yeah. Owed him apology. Called him, made that apology. How many guys do that? You no, know, no, no. oh, it's your fault or the car broke or some. Throw some balls, man. Right. You Amen. know what? Grow up. You made a mistake. Right. I made more than anybody out there and and. And you 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 gotta fess up to your mistakes and and get better. Roger Abans told me something years ago one night. All the fighting and carrying on and all that stuff over all the years. He said, I'm gonna tell you something. Saturday night, when the race is over, what happened here stays here. You don't come back. You don't go out with a vengeance. You don't wreck somebody on purpose. You don't retaliate. Don't get me wrong. I've retaliated after the race and run into somebody. But you don't go out the following week and wreck somebody because you thought you were done wrong. Because ultimately what happens is the innocent guys end up suffering as a result of your misbehavior. So right. you go out there, you run tough. Um, hopefully nothing's gonna happen, but I and and I I I find it hard to believe that anybody <clears throat> um goes out there with ill intent to wreck somebody, and that's wrong, and they shouldn't be allowed to race. All right, you get on the track yeah. and you get the beating and banging and Maybe a little retaliation goes on. Nah, ain't right. I kind of understand it, but you're not going to win if you're raced that way. And I've wised up in my old age. I'll tell you, that, that son of mine um, laid back like Preston that races for me. Laid back. I'm on the radio. It's like, dude, what's wrong with the car? He goes, nothing. Why? I said, you're running seventh. He goes, where do you want me? It's like, fuck a bunch up front. <laughs> <laughs> he goes up front. He goes, you happy now? I said, yeah. He falls back to seventh. 
what's wrong? He goes, you're not very smart, man. I'm saving the tires at the end of the race. He charges up and wins it. Yeah. And, and that's like Eddie, but me, no, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to win. Every time. <laughs> Hey. I'm getting smarter though because I'm not really driving like that much anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's hey. good, kind of. Yeah. So speaking of that, I have a question for you. Uh, how did how did the relationship between you and Preston start? How did that become? How did that come about to where he was driving for you? Well, some guys got all the luck. That would be Preston. <laughs> <laughs> No, That's listen, <laughs> we bought a, he was working for Hendrick Motorsports, worked there oh, wow. 18 years. Yeah, he was on uh, Jeff Gordon's 24 team, <clears throat> did, uh, I think he headed up the body shop, all the fabrication, all the wind tunnel work, and that guy can drive a race car. You know what? It's wow. not just driving a car. It's smart driving a car. Yeah. So we bought a Hamke car from him, and then we got to know him. And um, I got, um, well, 18 years. It was kind of time for him to move on. He came to work for us. Ba bam yeah. I mean, we build our own chassis now. Nice. Um, wow. That guy is one hell of a, a, a builder, fabricator, setup guy, um, race car driver. I mean, he's one of the absolute best in the business, man. Yeah. I, 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 I thought I was a hot rod. <laughs> <laughs> he's good. Yeah. Very I good. mean, just. Just following him, I, I do a lot. I follow you guys and, and him a lot throughout, um, you know, the year and whatnot, trying to see where you guys are going and what you're doing. And, uh, I mean, just that last one you guys had up at Evergreen, I mean, he, he flat out stole the show. And then, and just like you just said, he waited till the end. And when it mattered the most, he, he had what was left and drove away with it. So. Oh, well, look at the Challenge Cup. Not this year, last year. I led that whole damn race in that – Punk kid of mine drove around me at the end. I used that shit up. Here he come, man. <laughs> you think that didn't piss me off? Here's the bad part. Preston was spotting. He never told me Eddie was coming because he didn't want to see Eddie upside down in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you shit me out of wreck that kid to win that race. <laughs> Well, oh, we never man. have to ask Ed if he'd wreck his mother for a win. We just got there to you do it. <laughs> no, wait a minute. I owe Preston one. We were uh -oh. down in Tucson. We were running the super race and I had the prolate model. I qualified like shit with that little motor, started in the middle of the pack, had the lead on, on lap 25, <clears throat> drove away, led to lap 75 on the restart. <clears throat> we were side by side. That son of a bitch spun me out. <laughs> the other day I said, listen, punk, I haven't forgiven or forgotten. If I get behind you at this race up here in Twin Falls, you're going into the wall. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I don't care That's 
that's too good. You're going in the line. Right. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so uh, during the uh, the pre-show, if you will, where we were just dying laughing, you mentioned some things about uh, their old man, Chuck Smith Jr., that I, I, I want you to share um, on the podcast here with us tonight. So tell us how you met Chuck and, you know, racing oh, yeah, with him. Well, I told Jake he looks just like Chuck, and if he needs a lawyer, I got a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Something wrong there, dude. You better get that DNA shit looked over. They <laughs> have a rich daddy somewhere. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> Might have to do that. <laughs> and, uh, and, then, and then you asked me how old the old man was. I was probably 62. Oh, so, boy. Uh, uh, We'll have to share what uh, what you said about my dad being 62. Yeah. Well, shit. 62? His nuts ain't even dropped in the sack. He's kidding me. He's still probably carrying a purse. <laughs> oh, man. The train is officially derailed. Uh, hey, Chuck, my know. address is come looking. <laughs> oh man we told everybody we're gonna be we're gonna be dying laughing this episode uh my jaw is yes so so with being on the subject of my dad where what are some because we we've told us some stories and they've always been really great stories with you so uh, I got to kind of hear some of your side of these stories a little bit, because uh, at least with my old man, sometimes they can be, you know, a little flubbed up toward his side of things. Tell <laughs> us so, so some of the stories you uh, remember of racing against my dad. Really? I can't remember what happened this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Fans, please take over the podcast. We are officially done. It's names, and you're asking me what happened 40 years ago. Uh, are you like serious? <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh god! Uh, I can't breathe. Fans of the Scrubbing Tires podcast, please take the show away because we. Yeah. Oh god! Uh, uh, no, listen, your dad, I don't ever remember having problems with your dad. We raced hard. We banged wheels. Um, always had a lot of respect for Chuck. Just a super guy, man. Just a great guy. Good to race with. Respectful. Um, knew the limits knew what he had and to get all he could out of what he had is what we all should be doing mm -hmm. and um and lived with it yeah i mean that's but you know one thing and i actually told most of the guys out there it's like look you know you you guys think it's all about money and it's all about cheating. But the fact of the matter is, um, if you're good, you don't have to cheat. And money, all right, it plays into it a little bit. But I always went to the guys and said, look, come crawl under the car. 
look, the better I can make you, the better racing we're all going to have together, the, the, the safer it's going to be, the more competitive it's going to be, and I'm good with that. But you guys that are crying, cheating, and all that horseshit, you know what? You get your butt spanked, you go home, you never unload your cars, you never work on them, and you bring the same thing back the next week and get beat again. Don't cry about cheating. Let me help you. We're we're an open book, man. It's just going to make it better. I'll, I'll, I'll show you our setup sheet. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. But I'll tell you, from back in the day to this day and age, oh, boys, it's a whole different deal now. Oh, yeah. Because you're talking about um, bump stops and, and shock loads. And, I mean, we've got all that, man. All the We build our own shocks, got our own shock dyno, our own um, – um, Pull down machines, full fab shop. Again, build our own cars. Um, when you race super late model at the level that we race at, you gotta have that. And when you take that technology to a modified um, night night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, oh, that's sorry, so but you know, yeah. Hey, well, who don't want to win? Exactly. I was yeah. gonna say, when you want to win, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, that's awesome. You know the 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 real deal is, um, listen, I and and this is for you guys out there listening. Um, there's a lot of good drivers out there, and. It's it really boils down to chassis setup because any one of you guys could get in my car, believe me, you'll run up front. And that um, that Timmy Trostel, we sold him one of our cars. I mean, look, yeah, he's 17 years old. He's a driver, yeah. but he gets in one of our cars. First time out in the super late model goes out and sets quick time. Quick He's time, won yeah. main events. Now he wrecked his car at Monroe. He goes and buys a, a used car. He's in the back. It's it's there. There's a, a a few components to it. Big one is having the car right. Mm -hmm. um, the second one, I don't give a shit how good of a driver you are, or think you are. Or, he is, or that guy is, at the end of the night, it's kind of luck, guys. Yeah. The guy that that is is experienced enough, lucky enough, and smart enough to nail the setup is going to win the race. And I don't give a shit if it's super late model, uh, late model trucks, modified, super stock, pure stock, legend, whatever. There's still a big element of luck involved, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, you you gotta be good to get lucky, and um, I don't know. That's what they say. It's been so long since I got lucky. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What? 
You're just being a man of truth. That's exactly. all it is. Exactly. <laughs> so, so tell us uh, before we get into the, you know, the give me some love and segment with people asking you stuff. In a nutshell, where did you start racing? What influenced you? Was it your family? Was it? Tell us from the beginning to to a lot of people don't know about you and where you got started, including me. Hang on, let me see what time it is. You ain't got enough time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said in a nutshell. You can skip a few, skip right, a few years. So, um, I've always been a car crazy guy. I mean, dropped out of school in 10th grade, had the badass fastest cars in Wheat Ridge and uh, diesel mechanic and I was working for my uncle up in Steamboat. My brother, older brother, ran an old CARC modified at Lakeside. <clears throat> that an invitational race up there in um, Hayden, dirt track. Mm. <clears throat> All the Lakeside guys go up there. Brother brings the car up with 50-year-old hardest rock tires. It's like, <laughs> get the sun on them. I went out that night and drove that car first time ever and won it. Wow. wow. Won That's it. Nice. Oh, wow. That was like, all right. Lifetime experience. Later on down the road, um, <clears throat> I bought a used dirt sportsman car and went out there in 87 or 8, I don't know and ran sportsman on the dirt <laughs> in a couple of years i started to figure it out hooked up with mate wade moon shit man i started winning went to rocky mountain um um kind of start dominating the sportsman deal um won the biggest race out there went to modified won everything went over on the asphalt <clears throat> with wade moon and we just dominated 91, 2, 3, I mean, pretty much unbeatable. Yeah. Um, every quick time, every 10 cars, 10 laps, uh, trophy dash, I'd run up front and win it. Um, we won 12 of 15 main events. I um, Three I didn't win. I think I, I lost fuel pressure one night, got a flat tire. Anyway, so... Um, I it just felt natural, and of course, wrecked real bad in '94 and got the helicopter ride out, and mm. kind of got all dicked up with drugs, and and um, had to take a few years off and about ten um, <laughs> rehab um, deals, you know. Mm. But um, yeah, I got cleaned up, and um, yeah. and. Went back to racing, and uh, man, I just loved to tell race. Us, tell Sport. us everything you broke. You said in the in the pre-show, every bone that you had messed up in that wreck. Well, I broke my neck in two places: my sternum, my tailbone. I had um, all kinds of internal injuries, and had a tube run down through my belly button to suck all the blood out of my insides, and. Wow. I, I made it, I had a catheter in. I made it through the hospital about three days. <laughs> well, I pulled all <laughs> that stuff out. 
I didn't know a catheter had a balloon on the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, um, I, I bled all the way home and uh, oh. kind of recovered at home. And they said I'd never oh. race again. And uh, so we built a new car and went out there and set quick time and won the main three months later. And, and so really over all these years, I haven't, so 89, 99, 09, 19. So out of 32 years, um, yeah, I'm not very good at math. Hey, me either, man. Me <laughs> that, was either. Good to, that was a good way yeah, to that was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. So you don't have to be smart. You have to hire smart people. Anyway, <laughs> so out of 30 something years, I've um, I've really only raced 20 and um, <clears throat> or maybe less than that, but we raced all over on the dirt. Oh, man, I love them dirt tracks and just getting it up there and on the cushion wide open. I, I'd rather be dirt racing, but seems like the asphalt's where we ended up. But no, hey, guys. I've had a lot of fun. Good. Been a great career. Yeah. Um, I don't know, and I'm not bragging, but I if you total up all the quick times, all the trophy dashes, heat races, main events, probably the all-time winningest driver out there, Colorado National. I and I and look, that's that that ain't nothing to brag about. I mean, I no, never raced the championships. I race to win and mm -hmm. I don't care about the championships. And that's one of the things guys, that's really skewed about that because how in the frig you go <laughs> out there and win eight main events in one year and a guy that's never won a main win at championship. Hang on. Yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah. jacked, man. Yeah. But who cares? All yeah. I care about is when I love line up behind somebody and he looks in the mirror and goes, Oh shit. <laughs> uh, I hope yeah. I don't have to experience that anytime soon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you better hope not. <laughs> well, what do you say, Ed? Should we uh, fire up some uh, fan questions for you here? See what Let's they got for it. you. Yeah, you bet. Let's go. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll play the uh, Give Me Some Loving intro and uh, people get ready and start thinking of your questions. I know this is going to be even better. So here we go. They are firing them away already. Jake, uh, this is going to be a long one, so we'll go rapid fire here. Yeah, all right. Our uh, good uh, buddy, Mr. Paul Himmler, he wants to know, will you ever shave the beard? Uh, <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. No. <laughs> are you go. kidding? Uh, at my age, that's what old 
middle class white trash too, man. Rich, get your Harley ranch, chase cows and horses and toothless waitresses around and ride your bike to the frickin' biker bar. Oh, man. I think that's the best answer we've ever had. <laughs> We're one and done on Give Me Some Love, and I don't know if I can handle it all. All right, next one, George, you take it. Okay. Uh, this comes from Travis Rudolph, and he wants to know, what's your most memorable win? Oh, oh, oh man. I've had a bunch, and some of them are on the dirt. Um, you know what? <clears throat> Probably super late model wins are the most memorable um but it's it's weird because you don't remember <clears throat> the wins as much as when you lead 97 laps in the challenge cup and getting taken out with three to go that's what you remember yeah, like, yeah I, I still owe you you little bitch <laughs> out on the track better hope I ain't behind you with three to go because you ain't going to win either. Oh, I'm literally dying. Them are the ones that you remember. Yep. When, you, when you've won hundreds of races Ooh. on dirt and asphalt, um, it's the ones you didn't win that you remember. Yeah. It's like, I need help. <laughs> on it, I got a good therapist. All right. <laughs> all right. We'll shoot it over to Brian Sanders here. He wants to know your favorite sponsor: Viagra, AARP, or Good Sam's Club. <laughs> Brian, you dickhead! It's Jerry Paul. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh man! Oh. All right, Jake, you go. I'm going to catch my breath. So this is from uh, Mr. Adam Hilton. He says, Ed, how much compression did you uh, run at the in the mod at Rocky Mountain National Speedway? You know, honestly, we kept them things. We ran cheap stuff. I built my own motors. <clears throat> I ran. We were a Speed Pro dealer. I ran Speed Pro 12 and a half to 1. We actually ran a double hump um, uh, Chevrolet heads and uh, like 461 or 461 X castings. So um, really, even in today's world, and Adam, you ought to know this, um, it, it's not about horsepower. Man, I had that modified and I had that Dodge motor in it. 440 inches, 785 horsepower on the dyno. Start on the pull and be dead last in, in three laps. Man, it ain't about horsepower. We, I, I will guarantee you, we probably have some of the smallest motors, but like it, us three guys were talking uh, prior to going live, it's all about hooking it up, man. You got to push that gas to the floor, not spin them tires. So horsepower, and and really, I mean, honestly, when we go super late model racing, um, we restrict them motors. Them guys who run a wide open, 
we got restrictors in them when um, we were racing in Tucson at the first part of the year, super late model race. I was running the pro car. I had that race one with a 400 horsepower 604 crate motor kicking their ass. I drove around Preston like he was parked. All right, he was saving, but he wasn't saving enough for Big Daddy, let me tell you. <laughs> Big Daddy spun me out. Oh. I had to race from the back and come back up to third. All I can say is he better be thankful I didn't get to his bumper. But really, it, it's honestly, it ain't about horsepower, man. It's yeah. about handling and hooking it up. Oh, and great. big horsepower hurts you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good question well, there. Sir. All right, well, uh, Jordan's turn. All right, uh, who was the biggest help in your racing career? This comes from Austin Hackenberg. Well, <clears throat> um, you know what? It's it's. There's been a few guys along the way. When I hooked up with Wade Moon, we were tremendously successful on the dirt and asphalt. And um, then I, I kind of took it over and did my own thing. But um, really, probably Preston. That's I awesome. mean, the guy is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Just the, the best fabricator. Um, and my nephew, David. I mean, shit, as good as Preston is, we've been to the racetrack when when Dave's been home and, and Preston stumped a little bit and he calls Dave and Dave's got to straighten his shit out for him. Them guys are like brothers, man. Mm -hmm. What an incredible um, race team we have with um, um, <laughs> Johnny and Brian Ray and Gary Marchese and um, George that works for us. And and I'm sorry if I forgot somebody, but the whole team. I mean, we have one incredible team. When we go to the racetrack, we unload and we most generally have our shit together. And if we don't, we get it all in a pile real quick. And... I mean, it's the same with um, with Preston. You know, we either win or we get wrecked. You know, we were up in uh, Twin Falls this weekend. We took both modifieds up there, and um, um, what a what a blast! I, I mean, what what a blast! The hospitality, the promoter, just the whole the the competitors. The culture was good. It was fun. It's like what you don't hardly experience at, at Colorado National anymore. And and um, <clears throat> Preston's driving the blue 48 mod. I'm in the 18 black. I have run that car for a year and a half. But, um, um, of course, he goes out and sets quick time. My car's pushing like a damn freight train and we 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 can't get it to rotate i qualified third 
when we start out the race, Preston gets wrecked. Um, both, they made us start both of us in the rear. Oh, does that sound like Colorado National? <laughs> <laughs> um, we start in the rear. Preston gets wrecked. They go in and saw the body out the car. He comes out there, looks like a doom buggy, and the son of a bitch drives it to the front and wins it. Wow. I got trapped. His line went. Mine didn't. Um, 40 lap race. Lap 30, uh, two cars, I, uh, side by side, couldn't get around them. Finally got them cleared, ran the second place and pressed them down. <clears throat> got underneath the second place car at lap 35. I'll be damned, the checkered flag come out. Uh -oh. At lap 35? Like Colorado National? Put <laughs> me out of second. Oh. Pauling says, Preston better be thankful I didn't get to his bumper. <laughs> <laughs> You've said that a couple times. Yeah. I know, I still owe him. I, I think he wanted to know forgotten. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, well, uh... I never asked him, but I've kind of been wondering if he's ever been upside down. <laughs> 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 oh man all right we'll uh change course here to mr scott brimkamp what's your luckiest day um uh, my luckiest day i was thinking too much scott bad question well, yeah i mean that's a tough one let's see i've I built up and sold multiple companies and every one I've sold has been my luckiest day, man. Yeah, you know, awesome. it's, I'll tell you, I I'm just so blessed and I'm, I'm, I'm so lucky. And, um, with, with all the wealth comes, um, a lot of responsibility, but let me tell you, it's the most important thing in life, guys, aren't things. It's God and family. Um, money comes in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Just being, um, having the opportunity to, to work hard and, and, um, share that success with other people that's a real blessing because you ain't taking none of this with you right and yep. um if if you're not careful um success and riches can be a curse so gotta be careful gotta be humble um, I'd like to believe that none of this has ever really went to my head because we're all the same. We, we put our pants on the same and you gotta be a giver. You know, you, 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 you gotta be a giver, not a taker. And, um, when you share with other people, the formula, <laughs> to that success and your, 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 you share your wealth and as much time as you can afford to, you get blessed over that. But the big thing is God and family 
and um, um, and and you just take it from there because you ain't gonna take none of this with you. No, so so true. You know, I I um, I mean, what can I say? I'm 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 just so thankful and and so blessed to have had the opportunity to do the things I've done in life. Not all of them have been the best. Um, I think the, it's, uh, I'll, I'll admit to the rumors. Oh yeah, man. I got rich and successful, had the, the coke habit and all the rest of that, but I kicked all that stuff and I traded that addiction for work addiction and put the most important things first and it's all come back, all come back to bless me. I mean, awesome. what a lucky, lucky man I am. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now you that's have a new addiction. It's called yeah. racing. Racing. <laughs> yeah. now, that's right. always been oh, there. I'm natural at that. No, I'm not by a long shot, but you know what? I love it. And, um, and, <laughs> Typically, love the people we go race with. The out of town stuff is so fun, and and most of them tracks are so welcoming. And you know, you get there and you're treated well, and then you start talking to the locals, and they bitch like all of us did at Colorado National. You know, <laughs> you're not going to please everybody, and. Jim's got a a, a, a a tough deal there, but um, no, man, I I love to race. I still love to drive. I can still get up there and run up front. I can still get up there and win these races, but <clears throat> I'm not stupid. I'm getting old, and it's, it's kind of getting close. I've thought for the last four or five years I'll quit. But shit, when you're as good as I am, why quit? <laughs> Very true. All right, Jake. All right. So this comes from our uh, good old flag man, Mr. Mark Bramkamp. When you and Junior flipped in the super late models uh, into turn one years ago, what was going through your mind? <clears throat> well, obviously the safety of my son. I mean, that was... Um, that was um, <clears throat> um, really a bad deal. I I, <clears throat> I I blame the racetrack for that whole incident, and um, that's what really that and all the subsequent stuff moving forward. Um, there inconsistent rules and policies and uh, a rookie can't start up front for th three races. Well, they put a rookie up front, he misses shifts and um, the guy behind Eddie checked up. Hey, same thing happened to Preston this weekend. Eddie checks up and the guy behind him and I ain't naming names never lifts, hits him at the flag stand, never lifts, and drives him full throttle all the way from the flag stand, never lifted, 
right into the wall. Well, I'm right behind him, and I got the brakes locked up, and I slide into Eddie, and we hit flip upside down. And, um, of course, my concern was for my for my son, and he got um, he got his um, um, got a concussion out of the deal, pretty severe, um, and but you know he's recuperated and come back. And speaking of which, man, I I I want him to come race. Um, he's running the company. He's doubled the size of our company uh, since I set, stepped aside in three years. Um, a, a phenomenal job with that. That's and he's awesome. raising a family. And and um, I, I don't know. Awesome. I, I wish he'd come race with us. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's a good thing that's, that he uh, ended up being okay. And I mean, yeah, it could, sounds like it could have been a lot worse than a, a concussion, but concussions nonetheless are uh, nothing yeah. to mess with. But that's awesome that he uh, is doing well and, and raising the business just like you did. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's, you ain't hurt. I've been slapped in the face at a bar harder than that. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. There's the uh, it wasn't by a guy. Okay. It wasn't by a guy. Oh. Was he wearing a dress? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. We'll take it down funny. to Jordan now. All right. Well, uh, what do you think about the rule changes halfway through the season? This comes from Mr. C.J. Wilson. Oh, come on, C.J. Shit. Everyone knows that's wrong. You set the rules zero tolerance you're either on or you're off if your tread width is too wide the rules say zero tolerance come on what's a bullshit you go to tech four or five times and you're too wide and you get away with it you 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 set the rules you don't change them that's that's what's another thing that's wrong with colorado national Jim, you ain't going to please everybody. Set your rules. Have bare um, and unbiased tech and stick to them. You're either legal or you're not legal. Don't determine the outcome of a race um, by... Um, Taking it three days down the road and having it overturned. Come on, man. All right. If it's a 32nd or a 16th, we're going to look at it. If you're a quarter or a half inch over tread width and you've known it all year long, it's wrong. It's, 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 it's wrong. Um, don't change the rules three or four times through the season. And I told Jim Nordhaugen that the first day I met him. Keep it fair. Keep it consistent. It's tough. I know there's some gray areas and borderline, but you will ruin people's spirits by letting people get away with blatant 
um, cheating. How do you go to tech when you're supposed to have a two barrel and got a 650 double pumper on it and say, oh, go fix it? Come on, bullshit, <laughs> man. If, if I own that racetrack, I, I, for the most part, I think it'd be black and white, man. You, mm -hmm. you Hey, look, you want to try to keep everyone happy and coming back and put good shows on, but um, no favoritism, none of that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard. I mean, it's, it's hard. Yeah. For right. them. Yeah. 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 It's been, been uh, giving us something to talk about for sure. All, all year long. All right. Let's take the next one from your buddy. Cheating Chucks uh, asks, who did you like to beat most? Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, second place is the first loser in line. <laughs> I'm the one to lose. I brought my mom to win. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. I love it. All right. All right. We'll take a couple more here. Uh, Jake, I'll pass it to you. All right. Yeah, this is from uh, our good buddy, uh, Mr. Kyle Shushout. How come you never run your modified in the SRL? Um, well, <clears throat> we have a little bit over the years, but... Um, um, we're really too busy, super late model racing. I mean, I don't know that people understand if, if we're going to go to Irwindale or Kern or Pensacola or La Crosse, anywhere, we don't load our shit and go race. We spend weeks preparing. I mean, really weeks preparing them cars right down to dyno and 10 shocks strategizing which pair of shocks having two or three sets so when we get there we can quickly change um when when you race super late model at the level that we go race at we're racing against the best in the world mm -hmm. and you don't throw your shit in the trailer and go race. So that to, to uh, get into the point here to answer the question, man, we've, um, um, we want to win at the highest levels and I'm a modified guy. I love dirt modified racing. Shit, I've raced all over the country in them things and um, won a lot of big shows, but super late model racing's a whole different deal. I haven't got time. I haven't got time to, to really go SRL modified racing when, um, when Mingo's super racing. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, there you go. Well, I'm just, yeah, I'm just kind of bouncing around questions here. I'll give uh, this one to uh, George here. All right. This comes from uh, Perry White. Buy it. I will come work for you. He's, I think he's referring <laughs> to uh, CNS. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know the truth? Let's hear it. Let's, let's hear it. That's what this is for. 
I offered Jim five million cash for the racetrack, and he wouldn't take it. Damn it! Uh, wow. What do you mean, damn it? No, no, no like, like, damn it, he didn't take it. I, yeah. I'd be t- I'd, if it were me, I'd have been like, you have it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think Jim's doing good out there. I, I Jim's a smart guy. He's a real estate guy. You know, down the road, it's probably worth. Eight million. Who knows where it's all gonna go? If if the bottom falls out, <laughs> it could be worth less than that. I'm a real estate guy. I own a, a a bunch of commercial real estate. I'm a business guy. Um, <clears throat> I'm a racer. <clears throat> but every decision <clears throat> has to be based for me upon what's correct for myself and my family in the long run financially. Um, would I give Jim $8 million for it today? Hey, bud, if you're listening, call me. We'll, hey. we'll talk about it. But <clears throat> And I'd, I'd do it different. I, I mean, um, um, <clears throat> Again, I, I I like Jim and Sue. I do it a little different. Um, I I think one of the differences being here is I don't need an income off that racetrack so I could pour every penny back in. Guys, I would have thirty thousand to win super late model shows. I'd have ten thousand to win modified shows. Let's do it. Not just because I'm a super modified guy, but I'd have truck shows. I'd have a super stock race. I paid five thousand. I I I I I I could do it a little <laughs> different, only because I could afford to. And and I think <clears throat> the long term plan for me would be <laughs> to build it up, have these big shows. And to ultimately spin it off to a cup guy. Maybe when Kevin Harvick retires, it's like 20 million, Kevin. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a business guy, whatever. Yes. Oh man. I, no, I I I love racing and I love Colorado National Speedway and and um um, I wish things were a little different for us out there. It's fast, it's fun, it's close to home, and and um, um, I just do it a little different. Yeah, I mean, yeah. how many super late models should think it'd be there if I had a thirty thousand to win show, twenty oh. grand for second, ten for third? It would oh. literally be just the super late models. Yeah. Like, yeah, be just the show. Any- you wouldn't oh, yeah. need anybody else. Well, I'm. I there's some of them divisions I may or may not um, um, run, but I may not do it for all of them. How cool would it be to have sixty modifieds there for ten grand to win? Oh huh? god! Oh, that would be <laughs> the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Oh. Well, you, you think about it, Ed. I mean, back in the 90s and stuff, we used to get that kind of car count. We did. We'd have B we mains and um, yes. um, 
24, 26 cars start to main. Incredible. Why, why isn't it like that today? Um, you, you, as a business guy, you can't, you can't recreate the wheel. All you can do is make the wheel be balanced and turn smoothly and, and, and move down the road. And, um, um, that's what I would do. I, 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 I made all my money marketing and I would market the shit out of that place, man. Oh, I put on big shows and, and, um, you know, in all fairness to Jim, I, I'm, I'm not sure that, um, um, he could afford to do it the way I would do it. But, um, um, yeah, I made my success marketing. I mean, I, I built up multiple companies and sold them all off and I've been pretty much successful at all of them. And, and it was all done through marketing, just surrounding yourself with the right people. You don't have to be the smartest guy in the room. You have to surround yourself with smart people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. well, I can tell you, uh, everybody over here in the comments, I'm not sure if you can see them on your screen there, but everybody desperately wants you to uh, to come through with that statement. I can oh. guarantee you that. So yeah. <laughs> now, they're, now they're starting a vote. All in favor, say aye. Yeah, I was going to say, I think there's a petition already there. There's a petition being signed right now on this podcast. So. Well... I I don't know. You know what? It's Jim's deal, and um, and really, in all reality, I've always wanted to own Colorado National. Um, I thought I could do a good job with it, uh, uh, but here I am in the later years of my life, and um, God. You think I fought out there a lot when I was young? Shit, that would only get started <laughs> in the pits fight with all them guys. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me ask. Just, just get How your beard this? ready. Yeah. <laughs> How about this? So you assholes want to go out there and fight, you tough guys? We're going to take you out there on the front stretch at the, far, at the, far, at the start finish line. Hell I'm yeah. gonna put sixty ounce gloves on you and sit yeah. and go for twenty seconds. You yes, think the fans wouldn't like that. Oh, oh man, it's like you idiots! <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fans would love that. Hey. Then you assholes would get that out of your blood and we can get back to racing. Yes, <laughs> we, we've talked about that on the podcast. How yes, that, where, how awesome where is this petition? Be. I'm signing yes. it right now. I need right there. There's my signature right there. Man. <laughs> Hell, I'd be out there with you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> My shoulder. Uh, I'll ref. Well, I uh, I really hope that uh, the right people hear your uh, your interest and and your passion for for the track itself and racing. And you never know. I mean, this is the most uh, viewers that we've ever had on here. So hopefully, word will get around, and maybe Jim will call you, and we can work something out. I would love uh, it, Jim. If you're listening. Call me, man. I owe you an apology for getting drunk and calling you all the 
bad names I called you. I mean, you know how hey. it is. Yeah. yeah. Alcohol. Hey, but, hey. Um, I, no. I will be first and foremost to say I've said some shit to this man. And he's my own brother. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, hey and you have 8 million reasons why he should accept your apology. So, I will yeah. say 8 million yeses for that. <laughs> well, I would, I, we all want to come out there and race. I do. Um, Eddie does. Preston does. But I, I, I don't, I don't know if I burn that bridge or not. Um, I hope not. It isn't nothing personal. Um, we just want to have fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, life's too short, guys. That's yeah, why we love going out of town and, and doing this stuff. But I'd rather be right in my own backyard supporting you guys. No, supporting Colorado National the fans, Jim and Sue, and all the sponsors and putting a show on, but I can't do it in its current configuration. I mean, you can read in or out anything you want, but I think everyone knows. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we'll be your exclusive podcast and we will yes. do anything you tell us to if you buy that Absolutely. racetrack. So we will be, we will, like we said, if we get big, which I mean, like Brandon said, this is the most viewers we've ever had. We might yeah, have this... to start giving you the gratuities. So hey, man, <laughs> royalties, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love to race, guys. I know. We, I we mean, I it. was born to race. I love to race. Being the 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 the, the team owner, the car owner the driver i i just love racing love being a part of it and um i at the end of the day i just want to have fun make it fun and we'll come back absolutely there you go right on there you go right on make cns great again hashtag Yes, hey sir. we need to get some hats made now <laughs> hey yes <laughs> and we will sell the yes. the royalties to you ed yep. yes <laughs> We're going to get one side. It's going to have Ed with his uh, Santa Claus beard. And then the other <laughs> side is going to say, make CNS great again. I am totally well, in. Hey, Scott, make it happen. I spend all day curling my hair, getting ready. <laughs> oh, there you go. Hey, that's beautiful. And, that's and beautiful. you're sitting there uh, straightening the beard out all day. Love it. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That's really 2023. Man, this is, we're taking Love off. it. It's, it's blowing up right now. The Vetrelli rocket has left the platform. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, sir, again, we, we'd we love to sit here and talk all night. Definitely going to have you back. I know there was a lot 100%. that we missed, so, so we'll have to have Vetrelli 2.0 come on here. But yes, uh, thank you so much for your time tonight. I know each and every single viewer tonight, people that will listen to this after tonight, thoroughly going to enjoy this one. I have... Yes, so much enjoyed getting to know you uh, yes. on a personal level. And I think everybody, like they mentioned, Ed Vetrelli, not the race car driver, but the business owner and the nice guy that you are. I think you really showed that tonight. So can't thank you enough. I'll, I'll pass it to Jake and yeah, yes. I'll pass it to Jake and Jordan. But sincerely, thank you for uh, coming on our uh, our show tonight. You know what, guys? Thank you. Had a great time. <laughs> Loved it. Um um hope it wasn't too abrasive but no not at all here we go 
Yes, I know. I, just, I don't think there's much left to say other than the fact that uh, thank you for, uh, you know, as much as I know you wanted to, thank you for keeping your shirt on. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there it was. I had to get it in there before oh, the end of it. Oh, yeah. God. For the bad story on that, he, he told us he was going to do this shirtless. He's like, you guys are lucky I put on a shirt. So there's there's where that came from. But that, That's what sent us over the edge and why we were dying laughing before yeah, we got yes. on the show. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, what I yeah. said, I got bigger boobs than your wife. <laughs> He's gonna leave us with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, thank well, you. And, uh, thank yeah, you, you so take much. care of yourself. Good luck in your uh racing adventures. Hopefully, we see you out at CNS. I know they only got one race left in the games, but super late still have a couple. So uh hope to see you out there, buddy. All right. I better call Jim kiss his ass and apologize. <laughs> Not really like me, but whatever. Hey, that's okay. Well, hey, we all love you. Yeah, we're looking forward to it, buddy. All right. Guys. All right, everybody. Ed Thanks, Ed. Ed. Thanks, Thanks man. Thank you, Ed. Take care. Oh, Holy my God. God. How about we uh, take a uh, commercial break and gather ourselves? I don't ourselves? know how we, we follow up with that. that I don't know either. I, re I really don't. So, all right, we're going to hear from Team Denver Homes, and then we're going to get into oh CNS and uh, some dirt recaps over the weekend. What's going on, Scrub and Tires listeners? This is Michael Ann Goodart with Team Denver Homes, REMAX Professionals. We know the real estate market has been crazy the past couple of years, and this year is no different. That is why you need an agent who knows how to navigate this market and properly represent clients with their best interest in mind. Whether you are buying or selling a home or just curious about the local market, I would love to offer my support and services. We are a top producing team in the greater Denver area that specialize in luxury, first-time home buyers, and investment properties. We will get you matched up with the right agent for your needs. After all, real estate is the best investment you can buy. Feel free to reach out to me at any time via phone call, text, or email. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Man, I am. Uh, I have my cheeks hurt. Team Member Homes, great company. Go yeah. buy a house. But wow, I am we, baffled. I am not just for Ed uh, to show him true, his true self, but thank you, every single one of you who have commented. Uh, yeah. This is the most viewership we've ever had. Um, it was on That's short notice, too. All the comments, all your input. Thank you so much. It's uh, it, truly it's means sorry a lot. we couldn't get to all your questions. Yes. I know that they were popping up, as, and we were trying to. I mean, literally, they just bing, bing, Man. bing, 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 like every two seconds. So it's hard. To apologies keep up. if we didn't get your questions in, but like we'll have said, him back on here again. We'll yes, hundred percent have that man back on. That was yes. uh, an amazing uh, interview. And that, that was so much fun. Just and like and, you said, Brandon, just to get to know to him. Like we could sit here for the next hour and oh, just yeah. break down what that man said and have oh, yeah. conversations about that. But Absolutely. Yeah, that was and, and we will. <laughs> yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. We, hey, we and, uh, you know, we appreciate most of you who have stayed on with us. We have another special guest at the end of this show. So please stick around. We have another guest lined up. Uh, obviously not tonight. But please stick around. Um, a lot happened this weekend, so we're going to get into that. But thank you all uh, for the the uh, candid comments and, and mm -hmm. uh, reaching out. It means a lot. And uh, with that, I'll turn it over to Jordan. I, th I think he has something to, to, to say about this weekend, I'd imagine. 
something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 gonna do the uh, CNS recap now. Um, we're gonna talk about this uh, this last weekend's race. And so we had the uh, Dolphson and Peterson Construction Building Trust. Uh, it was the super late models, the Gams, the Super Stocks, and the Demo X. Uh, I'll start off with the Super Stocks uh, qualifying uh, top five get into this real quick because i really want to talk about the the actual race it was an it was a really actually was yeah. an awesome race because i went back and watched it online but uh coming in fifth was the 49 of mr chris cox uh fourth was the one ne of troy widar third was mr brett kane of the in the nine car uh second was the 32y of brett yaki and then qualifying in the top spot with a 19-4 was mr jordan abeta in the 23 uh quickly uh, going into your dashes uh, in the, in the, well, in the dash, I was going to say slow dash, but in the dash, you, uh, coming in fifth was the number seven of David Robinson. Uh, coming in fourth was the 82 of Ian Clark. My Third man. The, yeah. Good job, Ian. We were, uh, we were really rooting for you and I'll get into, I'll get into the race here after I announce the, uh, excuse me, the, the winner and whatnot but uh third was the 11w of scott long second was the 21 of chris nelson and first was the 99 jr of ryan rally jr so um in that dash in the in the drivers meeting there was a discussion about how whoever was on the outside pole um you, you basically there there was a heated discussion about making sure that that car didn't beat the pole sitter to the line and we saw that get instituted early they were not messing around um i believe the 99 card kind of got off to a slow start on the initial on the initial green flag and the 21 card just i mean he was just he was ahead of him and just barely i mean it was enough but um they threw the yellow and then they flip-flopped him with mr ian clark so right away we kind of it kind of set the stage for the the night because it ended up happening a little bit later as well um but uh, but it was an overall, it was a pretty good race after that. Good side-by-side -side racing. Um, the 21 car, Mr. Chris Nelson, he, he ended up flip-flopping into four or the third, fourth, third, no fourth, sorry, fourth. outside, duh, uh, in fourth position and ended up making it up into second. So good job by that, man. Uh, in your fast dash, uh, we had the, in fifth place, you had the one any of Troy Widar. Uh, fourth was this 99 of Sam Meserly. Got it right. Hey. Third was the 86 of Tim Coat. Second was your qualifying leader of uh, 23 of Jordan Abeda. And then your fast dash winner, the uh, returner, Mr. Nine, Brent Cave. So good job, sir. Uh, then your feature, um, some bumping and grinding going on all over the track. I did. Bumping and grinding. Uh, bumping well, and grinding. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, sorry, I'm still thinking about the Ed conversation. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to take in there. It's hard to follow uh, up. It's hard to follow up that. So uh, I did not know this, but the announcer said this before the race started, that every race that the 49 car, Mr. Chris, Chris Cox, has been in, he's won the race. So I thought that was a really amazing stat to showcase here um, going into the feature. Um, to, to come out in every single race that you've been in so far this year and to win it, I mean, that's just astounding. I don't care what division you run. To do that is yeah. just absolutely amazing. So coming in fifth, coincidentally, was the 49 of Chris Cox, so his streak comes to an end. Mm -hmm. uh, fourth was the nine car of Brent Cave. Third was the one any of Troy Widar. Good to see him up there. Uh, second place was the 32Y of Brett Yaki. And then your winner, that young man from the uh, Columbine alum, from which we're yeah, a part, uh, 23 <laughs> of 
Jordan Abeda. Good job by him. Uh, he almost swept the swept the night because he only finished right. what point one tenth after or uh, behind Brent Cave in the dash. So mm-hmm. right, had it. right, yeah, it was. Uh, Thing it, was it, tuned up. It mm-hmm. was tuned up. It was a, it was a good finish. I mean, yeah, he was neck and neck with him in the fast dash. So uh, great, yeah. great job by those uh, drivers. That was a good quality race. No real major issues. I think it went green to green to checkered, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. I think it did. Uh, I don't remember. We I think it, were sitting in staging, and that, that right. race went pretty yeah. quick. Yeah, because I got on the horn, yeah, yeah and I told you. Yeah, I asked you, like, man, is this you, really? There's two to go already, and you're like, "Yep, the white flag yep. right now." So yeah, yeah. yeah. So they racing. went green, green to checkered, and that's it, and that's awesome to see. Um, yep. You, you love to see that when races hand come out like that, especially in in any division where there's no wrecks or anybody getting hurt or bending up mm-hmm. race cars or anything. So. Yeah, awesome job. So I will hand it over to Mr. Brandon for the uh, GAMs. Yeah, so again, I uh, had a bird's eye view of uh, just about every lap. Well, actually, because we uh, all watched the, uh, the first dash together. So we watched every lap of everything Grand American modified related. So qualifying, you had your usual uh, suspects up there. Uh, fifth place was the 13 of Darren Clark. Fourth place was the 89 of uh, Jacob Smith. Uh, third place or third and qualifying rather was the 51 of Kyle Clegg. Uh, second uh, fastest on the night was the six of Scotty Scott. And as I alluded to earlier in the listener fan shout out, uh, the 17 of Hollywood Holly Clark, uh, her first quick time ever award at CNS with a time of 17062 and did want to show uh, or, or allude to the difference between second of Scotty Scott and Kyle Clegg. Uh, Scotty ran a 17-1-2-0 in qualifying, and Kyle ran a 17-1-3-0. So, yeah, one one hundredths. Yeah, that's uh, it's very. Yeah, you can't even blink that fast. So, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, very stacked there in qualifying, and it's a mixture of some some guys and gals being on newer tires, some old, um, but still really fast times uh, for this late in the year. Uh, so, in your dash, um, really good racing. Um, you had in fifth place, the 41 of Eric Voss. Fourth place, the 1G of Dale Geist. Uh, third was the 77 of Brian McKeever, which I believe is what his second start this year. And that's 77, third, third start. Third, okay, so yeah, third. not bad in that uh, black and green 77 machine. Uh, second place uh, was the 66 of John Seeley, um, getting in a new ride for this weekend. Good run there. Um, and then uh, your dash winner was the uh, love the paint scheme, black and orange, can't go wrong, uh, 22 of Travis Rudolph. So uh, congratulations, sir. I believe that was his first dash win as well. It was. Yep. Yeah. It was. So sh- shout nice out to you, have. young Definitely. man. And then uh, in your fast dash, uh, fifth place was the 24 of Nathan Gasser. Uh, fourth place uh, right there behind uh, or right in front of Nathan Gasser was the 89 of Jacob Smith. Uh, third place was the 17 of Holly Clark, your quick time winner of the night. Uh, second place was the six of Scotty Scott. And your fast dash winner was the uh, 51 of Kyle Clegg. So congratulations, Mr. Clegg. Then into the feature and holy Moses, what a what a race. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had you had the guy t- t- below me, uh, Jordan Smith, uh, you know, roll and get on the pole and. Uh, well, I'll get to that. But uh, fifth place in the feature, the 24 of Nathan Gasser. Uh, Jake and him flip-flop positions from the fast dash. Uh, Jake was right behind him, literally. Um, and fourth place was the six of Scotty Scott. Third place was the 13 of Darren Clark. Second place by what they call it. Oh, I think it was closer than that, wasn't it? 
it, it no, that it was in the hundreds. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, it's showing the tens. Lights, the oh yeah, tens, no, okay, yeah, no, it's, okay. it's hundreds. Yeah, three, literally three one hundreds. Yeah, three one hundreds. Yep. Okay. Um, yes, what a what a finish. So uh, if you guys weren't there, uh, I'm not sure where Kyle started on the night, but he drove eighth. his way eighth. basically, yeah, eighth all the way around uh, with about three to go. I think he was on George Bumper and they battled and beat and banged and, and everything came down to the final lap. Uh, Kyle got underneath Jordan on the, the back stretch and uh, they went heads first into turns three and four uh, from what I recollect didn't touch at all. And then it was a drag race uh, to the start finish line, and it was incredible. That was uh, fantastic driving by both drivers. Um, cool to watch, no matter who won. Obviously, uh, pulling for for Jord there, and uh, had to kind of grab Greg Dryling right beside me to you know calm him <laughs> down. And in Chuck still, Chuck and I are still trying to spot for Jake, and it was just the whole thing. But uh, yeah, I lost my voice within ten seconds after Jord crossed the stripe first. But congratulations, Jord, like we alluded to. That's I think I was yelling at dad on the spot on the radio <laughs> before I even crossed the finish line. Did he get it? Did he get it? Yeah. And yeah, all of a sudden was... I just hear, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, with uh, 10 to go, it was like we were, I was watching Jake trying to spot him, trying to have him catch Nathan and, and tell him to keep pushing and stuff. And then I kept looking at Jordan. I'm like, Oh, sh we might have a chance and just keep going back and forth. Like was, my eyes were tired. Yeah, it was. I was going through my head. The only thing I was thinking about with 10 to go, I was like, okay, somebody's got to be coming. Like, cause I know we're, we're not, I'm not yeah. the fastest driver out there. We don't got the fastest car, but I'm like, okay, somebody's got to yeah. be coming. And then, uh, yeah, it was, it was actually seven to go. Um, Greg got on the horn and said that, yeah, the 51's behind you now. And he was like, okay, he's three car lengths. And then it was like a lap later. Okay. He's one car length. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> and then he's and he's like, okay, he's at your bumper. And I'm like, okay, here we go. And I I just tried as hard as I possibly could to drive that car. And then on that last lap, I knew um, I, I just drove it as hard as I could into turn three, and then just mashed it to the floor. I yep. mean, that was the only thing I could think about doing. It was just like I just can't. I, I we're gonna drag race this sucker to the finish. Mm -hmm. um, I tried to tuck it as close as I could. I know he asked, how did we not touch? But I, I got as close as I possibly could to give me the, at least the most, the best advantage that I possibly could. And yeah, that, I mean, just not because of myself, but outside of that, like that's, that's the kind of racing you look for. Like, I love those kind of finishes. I mean, going across that stripe, that was, that was just awesome to see, you know, the photo yeah. that Joe, Joe posted on there oh. was like, Oh man, I can't believe close. it was that. That was close. Yeah. That was yeah, fun. Was. Was and uh, I, Again, like when Jake got his uh, first win this year, um, I think we were standing next to uh, Scotty Scott Spotter and uh, Kyle Shusho apologized for the loud screaming. It's just one of those things that when it happens, especially in that fashion, when it's that close, I just took my head up, headset off and started screaming. So I apologize. <laughs> yeah. I look like a little girl. You can call me that, but that was fun. So apologies, oh, yeah. uh, post, post apologies. Mm -hmm. that was <laughs> so, well, yeah. Hey. And like Go I said ahead. last week in the podcast with uh, one of the questions, what what would happen if you ever got beat by your brother? And guess what I said? I, I did? forgot all about that. Well, I said I was going to do it. And guess what? I finally got to do this weekend. I, I yeah. park. I even told dad on the radio, I'm getting out and celebrating too. And I try to get out. That <laughs> as best I, could. I was before we even got to the start finish line. I'm pulling stuff off. I'm, I'm doing a radio and I'm right. Trying to get out of that car, that was that was. Yeah, well, was I forgot to mention in the recap before I passed to Jake, uh, Jordan was involved in a little bit of a 
tussle there in the fast dash and yeah. luckily only kind of bumped and uh jake came around to see it and he gets on the radio and he's like, no not jordan i was like he's fine he's fine he just locked yeah, him good. up and, and we're good yeah. but man what a what a turnaround from being involved in a what a four car kind of spin wreck whatever you want to call it to winning the damn feature so mm-hmm. hats off to you kind sir well done uh, thanks guys <laughs> that was uh that was incredible like i was telling ed there's there's nothing like winning your first race i mean mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing. I can't. I, my goal for this year, I mean, just to be completely honest, my goal was just to make fast dash. That was like, that was the one thing I wanted to do. I had no intentions ever. I never even thought I would have been in the winter circle, even, even in a heat race. Never would have thought. Just to make fast dash was like a complete win. And we made that. And I'm like, sweet. I can, I can die a happy man now. You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> it like, definitely this looked is great. like you didn't know what to do with this your hands. Cause it was like, no. this, this, <laughs> yeah, this, I, was, I, was, I, I got the, the car. I wanted to do this, but then it just went like this. And, yeah. Hey, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Oh, and... There you go. Well, from, at least uh, going back and watching the, uh, the race, I mean, all over the track uh, from Jordan and Kyle up in the front, all the way in the middle there. I mean, all the way even into the, you know, back half of the field. I mean, it was, there was good racing oh, yeah. in the mod Clean, class. too. Good, clean oh, yeah. racing. Because, I mean, we went green to checkers. Green to checkers. And, yeah. I mean, that's just awesome First time this year, I want to say. Yeah. No. Uh, second time. Second or third time. But I think it's the first time this year we went back-to-back races for features. Statistician. Check to green, checker, green to checkers. Yes, sir. See? Checkers to green. There you go. That's no, 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 no. <laughs> no, because no, uh, I'm talking about the super stocks went oh, gotcha. green to checker. Right. We I went guess. green yeah. to checker. So, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, good racing all over all over the racetrack. So, uh, congrats to all the game guys that we were entertaining for the night. And gals. Yes, excuse me. I can't forget little sis out there. She did a great job. All right, so I will go off on uh, try and do the super late models as quick as we can here. Don't want to not take away from them, but we uh, for time. So, yeah, super late models uh, coming out. Uh, had a pretty good-sized field. I thought we could have probably had a little more car count, but um, nonetheless, we still had a couple of good – uh, car counts out and a couple new cars that haven't been out either this year or out in a couple races. So it's good to see some uh, cars come back out. But in qualifying, uh, in fifth place, 78 of Colton Crocker. Uh, fourth place, the 32 of Brett Yaki. Uh, third place, the 3C of Cassidy Hines. Uh, second place was the 05 of Nicholas Cooper. And your quick time for the night was the 24 of Mr. Cody Dempster. So a uh, good field uh, for the top five, at least. Uh, for the dash, uh, we had in fifth place the 07 of Daniel, uh, is it Mayers, I do believe. Mayers, correct. You, how do you say that? Uh, fourth place was the 8 of Jeff Walbaum. Third place, 84 of Mr. Matt Zwingelberg. Second place, the 29 of Matt Brunker. And your dash winner, the number 12 of Bruce the Moose Yaki. The Moose. The Moose. Uh, <laughs> and they're all, they were all pretty dang close in time so uh, it's gonna set up for yeah. a good uh feature uh in your fast dash he, in fifth uh the 43 of Coder, cody vanderall so he was one of those drivers that uh hasn't been out in a while because some injuries motor and also issues. some motor issues uh so it's good to see him back out there uh fourth place the 3c of cassidy hines third place your quick time the 24 of cody dempster Second place, the 05 of Nicholas Cooper, and your fast dash winner was the 32 of Rhett Yaki, Little Moose. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, Little Moose. All right, and setting up for a good feature. Uh, I wish I could have saw this. It sounded like it was a pretty good, dang good race, I should say. Um, Went green too. I want to. I was no, gonna it say didn't. no. It didn't. No, I, I think there I. Was, there was one caution in there. Yeah, George, you're on mute, by the way. <laughs> Most number one thing said from 2020 yeah. till now. You're on mute. <laughs> right, you're on mute. Yeah, they had a couple cautions. Yeah. But nonetheless, uh, I don't remember seeing any cars come off the track on a record. So two yellows. There we go. Two yellows. Yeah, okay. but that's a good point. That is yes. So that's a good thing. We don't want cars on the records. We want cars on the track. So your feature uh goes like this: top five. Uh fifth place, the 89. Got a cheer on those 89s. Uh <laughs> Mr. Zach Morris. Uh, fourth place was the 32 of Brett Yackey. Third place was the 43 of Cody Vanderwall. Uh, second place, the 05 of Nicholas Cooper. And your feature winner, Mr. Cody Dempster, the 24. So Good job, great, young man. great job to that young man taking quick time. And, hey, you uh, know, another, another good job to another uh, young man, Mr. Mark Brimkamp. If you look at the photos, again, like he was in your win, Jake, that guy is hung over the damn – Flag stand. I mean, and I think in that particular ass. moment too, with the fact of how close that was, I, I'm sure oh. Marky and you might need to comment on here what you were feeling, but I'm sure the adrenaline he was feeling watching those two cars come side by side oh, like man. that all the way to the front, uh, getting the checkers. I'm sure that was probably pretty exhilarating for him. Yeah, so, good job, yes, all the but, officials. Thank yes. you. Exactly, but uh, overall, uh, CNS this weekend, uh, great great racing great entertainment and um just fun to be out there like ed said we're out there to be having fun and, and compete and go for wins and we finally got this guy a win and uh and we had a lot of fun out there with everybody out there so um i passed this over to looks like i'm gonna pass this over to george to do the demo x Demo Cross. I've demo actually cross. heard it's, it's not yeah, they, showing. Yeah, they, demo Cross. Demo Cross. But, Sorry. But anyway, uh, so I've gone to the the CNS website because I, yeah, we were in, I was in no shape. Let's just put it this way to uh, <laughs> be up there in the stands. I already had like four or five beers yeah. in me at that point. So uh, yeah, I was kissing babies and hugging people <laughs> and everything else. So I actually, you know, it's really funny. This is the second time this year. I just have to say that this is the second time this year that I have signed somebody's body parts. You signed like three foreheads, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I, there was three three people that came up to me and like, "Will you sign right here?" I'm like, "Are you sure about this? This is <laughs> even as a sharpie." Like, yeah. Oh yeah, they're like, "Nope, they're right here." And uh, okay, just you're so, anyway, on your baby. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's exactly what through, went through my head at that time too. That was it was so funny. Uh, but anyways, for the demo cross, uh, it shows pictures of the winner and, and please somebody help me out here. Uh, and I apologize cause I know Melody's on here. I did not go back and watch the demo cross video. So it looks like it was the eight car in the lights. And then it looked like it was the, maybe the 34 or the 82 like, in yeah. the, the heavies. Right. So, yeah. So I apologize for not us doing our homework before getting on this one because yeah i i'm not entirely sure who won that because even still like there's dirt flying i can't really oh, tell man. who's winning or who's there's... spinning out or trucks are flying all over the place <laughs> like i know what's going on half the time so um but anyways regardless like the demo cross it's it's 
still pretty fun to watch. I mean, I always ask all the kids and stuff after the races and they come get autographs, like, what was your favorite race? And all of them are like trains, figure eights, demo cross. It's like, oh, really? Right. Like, hey, we. What about that guy? Nope. Right. So, yeah. So, even still, the fans get a kick out of it for sure. Uh, but, anyways. Uh, amazing job like jake said to to all the drivers out there this this last weekend uh, no issues across the board as far as on track and whatnot i mean there was it was green green to checkers i mean you can't ask for better racing than that and that's what you look forward to especially as a driver yourself um the last thing you want to do is go out there and beat and bang even though ed loves to do it uh <laughs> <laughs> uh beat and bang on people and go home with some wrecked race cars so uh Huge round of applause to all the drivers out there. I'm yes. really looking forward to uh, seeing what happens this upcoming weekend, which I will now in turn hand it off to Brandon. Good segue there. Well done. Well done. All right. So yes, uh, one of the uh, one of the bigger events, um, Labor Day weekend, obviously coming up. Um, so this Saturday, you have the Tito's Vodka Legend Invasion or Legend Invasion opener. Uh, which is on the third Saturday, and then you have Sunday, September fourth, the Red Bull Legend Invasion finale, plus fireworks on both nights. So a lot of racing. I think they should call it the Invasioner. I yeah, that something. Better. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a mouthful there. So Saturday you have the Late Models Legends, uh, Pure Stocks, Figure Eights, and Circle Drags. Sunday again you have the Legends Special, Bandos, Super Stocks, and Trains. So uh, if you're not doing anything, go out both nights. That's a heavy lineup um to have you know you get basically all of them except for the super late models trucks and games in two mm -hmm. nights so yeah um, gonna be awesome yeah. yeah so if you're not doing anything uh get your butts in the seats you better believe that legend uh race both nights especially if the finale is going to be uh because i think they only got two races left after this weekend so um yeah uh, get your butts out there support your local drivers your local track um going to be a good one so we'll uh now move into our cns points update um and then we'll get into a little bit of the dirt stuff from the weekend uh real quick like and uh, i'll pass to to george for the super stocks point update all right and uh, i apologize everybody because i see everybody's comments about the crickets yeah anyways hey. <laughs> um uh so yeah coming down to the end of the year here things are getting really heated and and like for us we only got one race to go and then i know there's only a couple races left for across the board for a lot of these uh, different divisions so real quick getting into the super stock update on points so right now sitting in fifth place is the 86 of tim coat with 178 uh fourth place is the 23 of jordan abeda with 181 uh third is the 99 of sam meserly with 187 second right now is the 49 of chris cox with 199 and then your points leader with uh, 206 is the one NE of Troy Widar. So you got a seven points difference between first and second right now uh, with only, I think, what, a couple races left for them. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fight to the finish. It's going to be awesome. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. I will uh, give you the rundown, the top five of the games as they sit from Saturday. So in fifth place currently you have the nine of C.J. Wilson with 246 points. Fourth place, six of Scotty Scott with 266 points. Uh, third place, as it sits, 24 of Nathan Gasser with 10 points more than fourth place at 276. Second place, 51 of Kyle Clegg with 10 points better than third place with 286. And your current points leader is yours truly over there, the 89 of Jacob Smith with 287. So one point 
points lead going into the final race of the season. So if that doesn't get you excited to get your butts out there on their last, it's a double feature, correct? Correct. Uh, yes. So um, depending if Jim switches up uh, day of, uh, as of right now, the first race will be a 20 lapper, uh, single points per car out there. So if we get 15 cars, the winner can max get 15 points. And then it'll be a normal points payout for the second feature, which most likely will be a 30 lapper. Yeah. Wow. So that'll we'll be a fun one. Gonna be doozy. We're yeah. gonna be drinking beer regardless. I'll tell you yeah. that right now. <laughs> exactly. No matter what happens, and I, no I matter told, what happens, I told Kyle and uh, Nathan this, and no matter what happens, that last night I had fun. It's been a great year to even be in consideration at this point right now for for where we're at. It's uh, it's a blessing, and uh, you know, happy about that. So it's gonna be a fun one. We're gonna give it all we can, and and just hope for the best. But either way. We're gonna be drinking a lot of beer that night. I tell you yes. what, no matter what, that's happening. So. That is happening. <laughs> Maybe uh, whoever wins, we'll have some champagne and uh, we'll just go spray the snot out of you. So there you yeah, go. Exactly. All right. So I'm gonna throw on the uh, super late model recap of points real fast. So top five here, you have the three C of Cassidy Hines with 153. Uh, fourth place, the 89 of Zach Morris, 169. Third place, the 32 of Brett Yaki at 179. Uh, second place, the 05 of Nicholas Cooper at 199. And your current points leader, the 24 of Cody Dempster at 207. So uh, don't know how many races the super late models have left. I would assume at least two. Um, so there is an eight point lead from first to second and then a pretty good cushion from second to third with 20 points. So either way, the super late models as well will have a uh, good last couple of races coming down to the wire. So um, hope to see some good battles the rest of the year and good luck to all the drivers in every classes and uh, have some fun the rest of the week. Absolutely. Like We're out here to have some fun. There you go. Damn straight. All right. Well, let's uh, hear from uh, Jacob Smith and uh, Chuck Smith Jr. Uh, as we always say, and we'll get into the closing segments here uh, and some dirt stuff. So here we go. You spent countless hours in the garage with your dad. Now investing in that old car and working on it with your son reminds you of him and his legacy lives on. Fund your passion with a low interest home equity line of credit from Citywide Banks. Right. There he is again. <laughs> Gotta, yeah, exactly. Gotta love the All right, Jake, take a, take a big swallow of uh, your mics there and Hold take on. a deep here breath. <laughs> Luckily, it's only two tracks that ran, not four like last week. I was say, yeah, last week you were you had a mouth. I was, sure. yeah, I did. So I first have to start off. Brandon did some good research. The statistician did not. The CDC <laughs> yes. is the Colorado Dwarf Cars. Yes. So now that we know what the CDC is, <laughs> not the you know center of disease. <laughs> But anyway, uh, so yeah, we had two dirt tracks race this weekend. Uh, I want to throw a sh good uh, thank you to Jamie Palmer Mace. Uh, we actually know Jamie, went to high school with her. Uh, we also know her family very well um, from racing. Uh, her husband races uh, in the dirt mods, uh, sport mods, and she videoed some of the races. So got to see at least uh, the sport mods down there in El Paso and, uh, or no, excuse me, Honor Speedway. No, it was El Paso. She was El Paso, yeah. Um, so it looked like some good racing. So thank you for uh, throwing some video out there. But on Saturday, they had the Sprint Car Spectacular 
ASCS Sprint Cars, RMLSA Lightning Sprints, now 600s, IMCA Divisions, and of course the CDC, <laughs> the uh, Colorado uh, Dwarf Cars. So of your future winners uh, in the ASCS, the 92 of Kobe Pierce uh, in the RMLS, RMLSA, uh, the 24B of Johnny Booze. Johnny Blues. Uh, Johnny Blues. Uh, in the 600s, uh, the 12C of, I'm assuming, Chas. Chase. Uh, Chase. Chase. Uh, oh, thank you. There was no E there. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> in the 600 restricted, the 11E of Enzo Spicola. Uh, in the stock cars, you had the 12Y of Kelly Yutterman. Uh, in the Sport Mar, the 37M uh, of Derek Murphy. Uh, hobby stock was the 1S of Hunter Smith. Uh, compacts, uh, 58 of Brianna Worthington. And in your Colorado Dwarf cars, the 09 of Chris Christ. So go. good job to all those drivers on your feature win on Friday night. Uh, Saturday night um, is their next race. I'm assuming this is at El Paso. Correct. The 10th. Uh, the 10th. Yes, yeah, Saturday, September 10th, fan appreciation night, and they will have the ASCS Sprint Cars, High Plains Late Models, RMLSA Lightning Sprints, Now 600s, Outlaw Classics, and the Mini Mods. Get there you go, Jordan. Get, get the Mini Mods, mods out there. Get them kids yeah. out there. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So we also had Phillips County Raceway race out uh, at, uh, that's in Holyoke, I do believe. Yeah, they did not run this weekend. It was just uh, Honor oh. on Friday and El Paso on Saturday. Yep. You just put it out here for their next race. I see what you did there. You kind of sneaky on me. All right. So their <laughs> next race at Phillips County Raceway is Sunday, September 4th, Labor Day, summer send-off, RMSLA, Lightning Sprints, Modified, Stock Cars, Sport Mods, Hobby Stocks, Outlaw Classics, and the Sport Compacts. Now, your I-76 Speedway, their next race is this upcoming Saturday, uh, the September 3rd, all IMCA classes, RML, RML SRA, the 1200 Lightning Sprints, 270 Micro Sprints, 600 Mini Sprints, and the Thunder It's a lot of sprints. Woo! <laughs> I'm sprinting over here already. <laughs> all right. And uh, Honor Speedway, which ran Friday night. Uh, had the Pueblo Cup, so they had the sports mods, stock cars, hobby stocks, sport compacts, and the good old CDC <laughs> Colorado Dwarf Cars. Uh, let's see. Uh, your feature winners, sport mods, the 51F of Andrew Fisher, stock cars, the 33 of Alan Green, Steel City Minis, number 22, Martin Adams, the hobby stock, the 99X of Chad Nelson. Ooh, the 99s are... Hey. Good weekend in there. Uh, the Sport Compacts, the 33 of Derek Impson, and your CDC, uh, the 09 of Chris Christ. So it looks like he went. Uh, Get your brooms out. Get your brooms right. out. So, uh, so great job to all those uh, drivers on Friday night, and then all of those who then went on the next day and uh, raced Saturday. Uh, love to see that supporting uh, the local racing and the dirt racing and, and getting out there and having some fun. So, Honor Speedway, uh, next race is Saturday, September 3rd. The Ed Butkovich Night Sport Mods, Stock Cars, Southern Colorado Carts, the SoCo Carts, Hobby Stock Sport uh, Compacts, and the Steel City Minis. Tony, man, and, Jordan, you need to get a Steel City Mini. Yep, exactly. 
Um, and I'm reading here in the comments from Mr. DJ Banks. The yeah. Canceled. So, well, darn. I guess, yeah, Phillips County is not running on Sunday. Not so, running on Sunday. so oh, thank, thank you for that update. That's yeah, news yeah. to me. <laughs> oh man all right uh well yeah. perfect um so yeah again uh all you dirt guys and gals out there uh great job this weekend and uh as your season comes to an end at least the summer season i know they do run some uh winter series at i-76 and honor speedway i don't know if phillips county or uh el paso does much but i do know i-76 and honor speedway runs the winter series but good luck to you for your summer series uh coming to an end so i'll throw this over to george to show our uh preview for next week yeah all right so next weekend uh well i, I would say for for next week's show we're gonna have our uh possibly a next another guest are we, are we allowed are we confirmed it'll be uh the 13th so the we'll announce oh, who sorry, it is the, yeah yeah the 13th so we we have another guest lined up for the 13th um, and then our after Labor Day weekend, we will be talking about all of the uh, the races that went on. So we're going to have our normal show lineup. We're going to have green flag, black flag. We're going to have our give me some loving segment for us. So we're going to have our normal lineup for uh, for next next week. And then the following week on the 13th, we will we will have our next guest. So are we allowed to say who it is yet? Or are we going to wait, wait, wait um, for it? It's up to you. We want we want viewership next week or do we want to? No, no, we we can go ahead and announce it, and I mean, you might as I well. Mean, kind of preview uh, the beginning of the uh, podcast too. So yeah, did. okay. Well, there you go, George. Take it away. Take it away. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna have to Mister Mister Daryl Stewart on as our guest on the Daryl J Stewart. Yes, Daryl J Stewart. Exactly. Frank's uh, radio. Yeah, Frank's <laughs> radio service. Uh, Mister uh, Mister Legend alum himself yes. uh mr spotter now i saw that he's yeah. got some really cool things going on in the uh, spotter world there so we're really really looking forward to talking to him uh it's going to be a great episode so tune in as our next guest on the 13th of september um and yeah it'll be a great conversation but yeah tune in again next week as well uh we're going to be talking about again all things colorado national speedway i'm sure we're going to have some really good discussions about what's going on there because there's a lot of racing going on this weekend yes. and across the board and dirt track racing too. So if the, if dirt track racer community, please Facebook refer, friend request us and stuff. And if you yes. video any of the races, please tag us in them so we can watch them. And then we yes. can just and, start uh, discussing uh, these a little more. El Paso County's uh, owner, they did a great thing. They put a picture up of all the series winners with their name and number. I uh, messaged awesome. or commented and said that is awesome. It helps us. Mm -hmm. uh, I know El Paso County knows we're doing this. Um, I'm not sure if Honor does, but uh, well, soon to be, I'll be racing there, so they will surely find out very quickly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if, if any of the dirt viewers, like George said, are watching, please share, get the message out there. We're learning. Uh, we're not perfect at it, but we're giving it a shot. So <laughs> we're we're just trying to help. Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. so definitely. Uh, but yeah, really looking forward to the upcoming weekend. Uh, overall so uh yeah that's that's it from i think our preview for next week and i think that's it for our show i mean man that this is, is just i am i, I hope i, I hope you all enjoyed that one yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I i i used to go back and watch the episodes and i haven't for a long time probably this whole year but i might have to go back and watch this one this was yeah 
This I wish really we could good. have really filmed some of the stuff beforehand too. <laughs> uh, we'd be kicked off the internet forever. I probably. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish some of you could have been a uh, fly on the wall in those conversations. Yeah. I was. Some of the, the pre-shows are the best uh, content we ever get, but yes. we got to keep it PG or PG thirteen on the on the podcast. So, but, but yeah, yeah again, thank you all. Yeah. Go ahead, Jordan. Yeah, I was gonna say again, yeah, thank you to all who tuned in. This is like we talked about before this is the highest rated show that we've had and we're so glad and thankful for ed to come on and chit chat we 100 percent will get that man back on sometime yes. soon to, to continue those conversations because we really didn't even get to a whole lot no. that we kind of wanted to chat about just, you know, with history <laughs> and racing and stuff um so we'll definitely get get that man back on and and uh and give you guys the floor again as the fans to uh ask more yes. questions again we're sorry we didn't get to all of them but you know we'll, we'll definitely do it again so mm -hmm. we appreciate everybody again share 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 this episode yes. because mm -hmm. what a doozy that was yeah, oh absolutely. my lord you guys awesome. are what uh what makes this show go around each and every single week i know you know it's hard to to get guests on every single week uh you know this isn't our full-time job unfortunately but uh, we try to give you good content and share the racing around this great state of colorado so Echo what George said. I won't say too much. Appreciate all the viewership, likes, comments, shares, um, all of it. it means a lot to us. And uh, pass to Jake, and I'll I'll shut up. Yeah, I mean, great weekend, great episode. Can't say enough about how awesome that was to have Ed out here. Um, I also got to throw some love out to uh, Mr. Blair Cooper. I uh, met him this weekend. Uh, his lovely wife Tara. Uh, did the Rusty Wallace experience. Um, what a fun experience that was. Um, my uh, arms and everything, my hands are uh, super tired from pulling down on people's, uh, you know, belts to get them strapped in the car. But uh, Curtis Heldenbrand was out there. And um, is it Kyle Rodasta? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, uh, the 23 uh, super late model driver. He was also out there, so got to talk to them for a while and uh, had a great time. Dad was out there, mom was out there, so awesome weekend. That was super cool to uh, to be a part of, and um, I mean, gotta throw a congrats to my brother. I mean, awesome, awesome being seeing it from my vantage point. I can't wait to get the GoPro out and watch the footage because, I mean, awesome, 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 and uh, couldn't be prouder of a brother. So. Got two feature wins on the year for Smith Family Racing, so uh, gonna be a heck of a last couple of race or last couple of weeks here. So yeah, absolutely, for sure. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, uh, thank you again for tuning in. Tune in next week. Um, well, there's gonna be a lot of good stuff to talk about, and then uh, obviously the week after that, having Mr. Daryl Stewart on. So we appreciate it. Good luck to everybody racing this weekend, and we'll try to stay in touch and uh, give you the best content next week. And uh, as for us, thank you, and until uh, next time, keep scrubbing those tires. Door, quarter, clear, clear, all you. New leader. Checkers are out. Bring it home. Come on. On behalf of Jacob and Jordan Smith, Smith Family Racing, Brandon Hall Racing, and myself, Brandon Hall, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Scrub and Tires podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching the Scrub and Tires podcast. Until next time, 
Let's keep scrubbing them tires.